endures forever. Say it one more time. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For he is good. For his mercy endures forever. Let's give God some more praise. You may take your seats. I don't know about you. But the devil is a liar. A documented liar. You know the older I get the more I realize. No matter what happens in life. We have to look for the good. In the land of the living. Sometimes you have to dig down deeper than other times. But God is good. He's good all of the time. I just feel great being here today. I feel great today. You know, regardless of what I have experienced throughout the week, I know that God is bigger and better than anything else. So I don't know about you, but I came here to empty myself out and to give God all the glory, all the praise. Because he brought me a mighty long way. If it wasn't for the blood of Jesus, where would we be today? Somebody ought to be saying, thank you, Jesus, right now. I know God is good. I want to thank everybody for coming out today. And um, this is our uh, friends and family day. And uh, we just are so uh, glad and gracious to have you. And I miss, we know that uh, you could have been uh, in so many different places, um, but because uh, uh, of your love and your generosity, uh, you decided to come here to worship with us, and uh, we just want to say thank you for being here today. I don't know about you, but I am ready to get busy. I want to talk to you today about married, single, and miserable <laughs> married single and miserable you know people enter into marriages with different expectations and unfortunately a lot of them forget to drop their singleness at the altar they bring their single attitude into the marriage with them. They want the marriage to be all about them. Now, it's true that no two marriages are the same. But it's also true that every marriage should be governed by the Lord. Sometimes the man could be wrong. And sometimes the woman could be wrong. But I want you to know that God is going to be right all the time. Amen. Amen. A marriage with a man and a woman, when either or are acting like they are single, this institution will eventually lead to misery. And misery can easily lead to divorce. 
Many people are not even happy in their marriages. We're getting quieter and quieter as I speak. Come on with me today. We got to give God the glory. Many people, they're not. They're not happy in their marriages. They are coexisting. Co-parenting. And trying to cooperate with each other. A lot of them are just tolerating one another. Oftentimes, anger, frustration, depression, and pain resides where love and understanding should be. But before I get into the meat of my message today, I want to establish a few things. Number one, for a marriage to work, some things need to be put in place. Before anyone decides to get married, minimally, they would need these five items as their foundation. If you are looking to get married, or if you are already married, you need God. You need love. You need respect. You need trust. And you need loyalty. The absence of any one of these items will crack the foundation. When the foundation of marriage is cracked, the marriage becomes weaker. The second thing I want to establish today that marriage is optional. Y'all say optional. You don't have to be married to be saved. Are y'all understanding me? You don't have to be married to be saved. As a matter of fact, we can be saved with nobody but Jesus. I'm going to prove this in a little bit, but just hold on for a second. The third thing that I want to establish today is every person that is married, that is in the marriage, must sacrifice in the marriage. There must be some level of sacrifice on both sides. That means that both the man and the woman must sacrifice. I'm going to prove that later. The fourth thing that I want to establish today is the man is the leader of the family. He is the head of the wife. The wife, the woman, she has a very powerful position. Her position and role, they are just paramount in the marriage. Her role is so essential because she is her husband's helper. Now, I, I, I know that this has to be a powerful position because when man was by himself, God looked at him and said, it's not good for man to be alone. Amen. He didn't give man a donkey. He didn't give him a horse. He didn't give him a gorilla. He gave him a woman. Amen. 
somebody who was comparable to him. I'll prove that in a little while too. The last thing that I want to establish today is that the marriage union consists of three individuals. The man, the woman, and God. Your mama and your daddy are not a part of your marriage. Your girlfriends and your homies are not a part of your marriage. So you might as well tell Felicia bye. And don't call Tyrone. Are y'all with me today? I want to show you something that's absolutely, positively amazing in the word of God today. I want you to open your Bibles or pull out your app on your phone. Some of you are sophisticated. I want you to turn to the book of 1 Corinthians, the 7th chapter. 1 Corinthians chapter number 7. And we're going to look at the first two verses. 1 Corinthians chapter number 7. And while you're turning there, I want to say this. I believe that marriage is so important that um, I try to preach about marriage every June. And you guys know that. I, I, I chose June because uh, a lot of people get married in June. So I, I, I picked June because if you are about to get married, say maybe in July, uh, I want to have a chance to change your mind if that ain't what you're supposed to be doing. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you've never been unhappy, if you've never felt claustrophobic, if you never counted the days down to when you probably would die, you don't know about what I'm talking about right now. I've been preaching about marriage a long time and I've had um, both young and old and, and it, 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 it amazes me how some of the older ones tell me, Brother Kinsey, Brother Kinsey, Brother Kinsey, where were you 52 and a half years ago? <laughs> had I heard this message, my name wouldn't be Miss Smith, it'd be Miss Terrell. <laughs> I understand that. But let's go. I want to see what the Bible says. Now let me tell you why I like to do this. Because too many people jump into an institution that was created and set up by God, but allowed the devil to run it. So I believe that, you know, I don't understand why people want to get married in the church building around church folk, knowing that their marriage was put together by Lucifer himself. Are y'all with me today? If you want to start your marriage off of God, it doesn't mean you have to be in the church building. You can be in an alley, a parking lot, anywhere and get married. But make sure that you're in the body of Christ and you have God in your life. I'm going to tell you something. When you get married, there's something that you're going to need besides money. You're going to need some Jesus, some Jesus. And some more Jesus. And if you lose him, you're going to have some more Jesus to pick up. Are y'all ready? If I start running, don't mind me. Let me run. I'll come back right here. First Corinthians, the seventh chapter. We're just going to read the first two verses. The Bible says what? Now concerning the things 
of which you wrote to me. Keep going. It is good for a man not to touch a woman. Paul said it's good for a man not to touch a woman. Now let me just stop there because so many people try to uh, uh, change the text. This is not a verse for homosexuality. Are y'all with me today? What Paul is saying is, if you want to be all in with Jesus, if you want to spend all your time and your extra time pleasing the Lord, you may not want to deal with women. I didn't say it. Read it again, Brother Dion. It is good for a man not to touch a woman. You can be a man by yourself. You can be a woman by yourself. And you ought to quit being sad if you're by yourself and thank God that you ain't got no drama going on in your life right now. Ain't nothing wrong with being single. It's amazing how single folk want to be married and married folk want to be single. I'm going to preach until I get tired today. How about that? Keep reading, Brother Dion. Nevertheless, nevertheless, because of sexual immorality, because some folk are so hot, you know, folk church, church folk trip me out. Church folk get hot too, y'all know that, right? And if you don't, you should. We're gonna talk about that too. Nevertheless, keep going. Let each man, let each man have his own wife. Have his own wife. Keep going. And let each woman. And let each woman. Have her own husband. You ain't got no business being with nobody else, husband or wife. You ain't got no business listening to nobody else's husband or wife. The Bible says, get your own. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying today? Be with me. Now, what I want you to do is navigate down to the 32nd verse. 32nd, number 32. The Bible says what? But I want you to be without care. I want you to be without care. He who is unmarried. He who is unmarried. Cares for the things of the Lord. He cares for the things of the Lord. Why? He has more time. He ain't got to explain why he stayed until 9 o'clock at church. He kicking it like that. Keep reading. How he may please the Lord. Keep going. But he who is married. He cares. who is married cares about the things of the world keep going how he may please his wife now I, I need to put a, a, a pause here so you understand what the Bible is saying you remember I told you that when people are married they must sa sacrifice you have to sacrifice Amen. Amen. listen to what he's saying he's saying that if you're married you care about the things of the world why I'm talking to you Dion because <laughs> he all messed up. Let, 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 wait, hold on. Let, let, let's act like that didn't happen. Now you remember I told you that if you're married, you have to sacrifice. And why? How he may please his wife. How he may please his wife. Every single married man gonna have to bow down at some time. To sacrifice Amen. and to please his wife. Amen. Amen. It doesn't mean that you don't have time for God. But it means that God is saying, I'm going to allow you to serve me and to serve your wife. Amen. Amen. 
Because God looks at marriage as being honorable. In other words, God gives the green light for marriage. Keep reading, Brother Dion. There is a difference. There is a difference. Between a wife and a virgin. Keep going. The unmarried woman cares about the things of the Lord. Keep going. That she may be holy, both in body and in spirit. But she who is married. She who is married. Cares about the things of the world. Why? How she may please her husband. That means women, if you are married to a man, you are going to have to focus on making that man happy. Now, I I ain't going to do the math, but I know there are more women in here than men. And I heard two people say that preacher, say that preacher. Everybody else said that ain't in my Bible. See, that's why I told you we got to go to the Bible. Somebody said, don't ever invite me to Families and Friends Day at your church ever again. I need you to understand what the Bible is saying. It ain't about me when I get married. Amen. Amen. I got to please the woman. And it's not about the woman. She can't just say it's all about me. She has to please her husband. So Amen. that means that we all have to sacrifice together. Ain't nothing like a woman trying to make her man happy. Amen. Amen. Ain't nothing like a man trying to make his woman happy. Amen. You know, Amen. if I get into marriage and I try to make my woman happy and she comes into the marriage and she tries to make me happy, we're going to have a happy marriage. Doesn't that make sense? Amen. And you know what else makes sense? The Bible makes sense. That's what the Bible says. You have to spend some of your time making the other person happy. Are we there? Now I got another scripture for you. 1 Corinthians, the 11th chapter. We're in the same book. The 11th chapter, but we're going to the third verse. Now I want you to kind of see the the order that God set. I didn't set it. God set it. Now watch what the Bible says. But I want you to know. I want you to know. That the head of every man is Christ. The head of every man is Christ. Keep going. The head of woman is man. The head of the woman is who? Man. The man. Let's let's read that again. The head of the woman is who? Man. Man. So that means that every man who's married, he has to be the head of the house. Amen. Now wait, now y'all didn't see nothing about house in there. You, You see what I'm saying? This is what I'm talking about. Did you see the word house in there? Huh? Well, why am I hearing house? Let's, let's do this again. See, this is why we all mixed up and messed up. And somebody in the back saying, he may be the head, but I'm the neck that controls the head. Ain't nobody talking about that right now. Let's do it again. Read it again. But I want you to know. I want you to know. That the head of every man. It, the head of every man. Is, it, is who? Is who? Christ. It's Christ. That cannot be changed. Are you understanding this? Yes. Keep going. The head of woman. The head of woman is man. That cannot be changed. Keep going. And the head of Christ. And the head of Christ is God. Is God. Do you see the chain? When you have the chain and you have it in the order that the Bible mentions, you will have a tough rugged chain that means as a man I cannot try to lead Christ Christ is my leader 
As a woman, you cannot leave your husband. Now, some of y'all say, well, my husband dumb. You're dumber than your husband because you married him. How about that? So he needs to lead you. You make bad decisions. Now, let's, let's go back. Let's go back. You, you can't change this order. I don't care what you say. This is the order that God put it in. And let me tell you, when you do it like God says to do it, it's always going to turn out to be right. Amen. 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 It doesn't mean you won't have any problems, but it, what it means is you're going to have God to be with you to help resolve those problems. Amen. Amen. I want you to go over to Ephesians. Ephesians, the fifth chapter. You've seen these verses before. Sometimes they didn't make any uh, sense to you. Now we're going to make them click just like Legos. We're going to go to Ephesians, the fifth chapter. We're going to look at verse number 22 and 23. The Bible says what? Wives. Wives. Submit to your own husbands. Well, no, no, we're going to take our time. I'm going to have to walk. <laughs> Wives. Submit. Be in submission to who? Your own husbands. A married woman ain't got no business grinning and... Can I talk about it? Ain't got no business grinning in another man's face. If you want to grin, find your husband. Dion, you with me now? You're you going to be all right. You ain't going to do nothing to Dion, are you? <laughs> You're going to be all right, Dion. You my boy. You with me. Read it again, Brother Dion. Wives. Wives. Submit to your own husband. You got to submit to your own husband. Do you know what that means, women? You got to stop messing around with dudes you know ain't what you want. Because you fool around and get with them. Now you're going to have to submit to them. See, a lot of folk mess around with folk they know they don't have no business being with. You're wasting your time. And that's how a lot of babies come into the world that we not necessarily wanted to make. Now that you make a baby, now you want to do the right thing. Well, God said, I don't want my baby to be no bastard or nothing like that, so I'm just going to go ahead and get married. Now you're married an idiot. I'm going to preach it like this. You know, you know, I don't know why folk be tripping out because guess what? This is real. There's some folk that go to church simply because they don't want to stay home on Sundays with their, with their spouse. I'm just keeping it 100. What does it say, Dion? Where I'm at? What does it say? For the husband. For the husband. Is the head of the wife. He's the head of the wife. Keep going. As also Christ. As also Christ. Is head of the church. Is head of the church. And he is the savior. And he is the savior of the body. That is just what it is. If a woman does not want to submit to her husband, don't get married. If a man doesn't want to love his wife, take 
care of his wife. Lead his wife. Don't get married. Amen. The man that you submit to should be somebody that you can listen to and follow. The woman that you should be in love with, that you're spending your time with, that you're giving all you got to, that you're trying to make happy, should be somebody that you don't mind doing stuff for. Amen. Amen. And, and just let me say this. If a woman cannot submit to her husband, that's a huge problem in the house. Amen. If a man cannot lead his wife, if he cannot love his wife, that is a huge problem in the house. Are y'all with me? Amen. This is not what I'm making up. This is what the word of God says. So people ought to think about these things and read the word of God before they say, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Because sometimes when you say, I do, as soon as you get out of the church building, somebody say, can you do this? I don't do that. <laughs> I won't do that. I'm helping somebody too. Somebody looking at their wife like. I'm going to tell you the truth. And I know it's hard to submit to a man. I know that's hard. And it's hard to love a woman and to keep it moving. Yes, that's difficult. But that's why we need to marry people that we love. Not just make us feel good. You know, we to make you feel good. I knew I was going to catch somebody. I knew somebody was going to get caught. Somebody say, hallelujah. Glory. We're going to get somewhere today. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> but the point is, everything that makes us feel good ain't for us. You know, you can have two great people to get together and to get married and they can have a disastrous marriage but both of them cool you know what that means they ain't for each other now jeff you know uh, jeff taught me some things y'all see he got a little swag right he taught me some things and this is one of the things he taught me he said hey man sometimes you have to take the l If a woman want another guy, and that guy ain't you, you got to be man enough to say, hey, let me lose. Let me take the L. If that man want another woman, and it ain't you, get up off your knees. Dry that snot up from your nose. Quit crying like you don't know who Jesus is. You get yourself together. You don't need to get with nobody like that. Because let me tell you something. If the marriage is rough before it gets started, it's going to be rough. Woo. You know, sometimes you just get up in the morning and just look at yourself and say, you know, it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. I'm going to preach it. The Bible is right. 
even when we don't realize how right it is the bible is right i want you to go to the beginning of the bible genesis this was put down as the foundation genesis now you probably haven't noticed but uh for the sake of time all these scriptures that we're going through and that we're reading uh, all the points that i established earlier these scriptures point to those uh, uh, uh those points uh, so you just write them down and go and review them for homework Genesis chapter number 2 verse number 18 the Bible says what and the Lord God said and the Lord God said it is not good it ain't good for a man, man to, be alone. to be alone keep going I will make him a helper I will make him a helper comparable to him now 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 we got to talk about this what is a helper people say I don't know a helper is somebody who helps. <laughs> so what should my wife help me do? Whatever I need help with. Amen. Amen. And why is she going to do it? Because she loves me and she's going to submit to me. But if she ain't feeling me, when I ask her to cook for me, she's going to say, you just want a slave. <laughs> when I ask her why the mold is still growing on the place in the sink, she's going to say, you know how to get in there and wash the dishes yourself. Now, I'm not saying that men can't help. Feel me on this. But y'all need to come together and need to agree upon this. Ain't no such thing as I'm your slave. You just want a cook and a maid. No, I want a wife that wants to feed me when I'm hungry. You don't have to be a maid. And we get this stuff from folk who don't have nobody. I never do a man like that. You're right, because you never have one. And the man you with right now he ain't yours either folk acting like men are like a rent a center can't get your own man so you got a rent run from somebody else are y'all feeling me when you feeling your mate doing something for them is not a task it's a pleasure. Amen, amen. You love to do something. You know, when a woman, you like to cook, Sister Rebecca. And, and, and when you cook something good, you love to put that in front of your man. And you love to see your man enjoy that. Why? Because I fix this food out of love. But when you ain't about that life, he going to get something that's heated in the microwave. And if he don't want it, then he must not be hungry. I'm going to call it like it is. I'm going to call it like it is. See, see, the bottom line is, see, I know this. I know this. I've been around a cup enough times to know that there's a handle on one side of it. I know this. If I can't please my woman, somebody else can. So if my woman go out and get pleased by some other man, it ain't because daddy ain't doing his job. It's because mama just too greedy. Are y'all understanding? 
Because daddy has enough to feed the needy. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are y'all, y'all with me? If you have to beg people to do things for you, I know you don't want to hear this. They ain't feeling you. Think about this. Young folks, 16, 17, jump, they'll jump out of a window, run down the street, hide behind a bush, jump in the car, go somewhere just to be with their boyfriend. You get married, you can't even get up and walk 10 steps. I wish somebody would help me up in here. You know, I like to see a man say, hey, I'm too busy thinking about my baby. And I ain't got time for nothing else. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And I'm going to tell you something. Women, you may not believe this. And because I have a retirement uh, in terms of a player, I, um, I retired some years ago. And now I'm just like an alumni. And so I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. If you just do a little bit for your man, give him a little attention, make him feel like he's doing something, that will take your marriage a long way. Smile sometime when you're cooking. Put on something nice when you're cooking sometimes. Huh? Huh? Keep it going. Keep it flowing. Just because you're getting married, you ain't got to die. You're going to multiply. I wish I'd had help up in this piece. I'm going to tell the truth, Brother Dion. I'm going to tell the truth. Dion, what does verse number 24 say? Therefore, Therefore, a man shall leave his... Now now watch this. Wait, hold on. They got to get that out. Go ahead. Let's go. Therefore, therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother. A, a man got to leave his family. Keep going. And be joined to his wife. Now, what this means is this is a, 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 a relationship that's secluded. It's private. So even if your girlfriend say, I never do that. You should never do that. You're a fool if you do that. You got to understand your girlfriend's what she says has no weight in your marriage. Because you didn't marry your girlfriend. You married. I almost said something else. I thought I was in the street. You married your man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Don't let nobody have input into your marriage. Amen. Amen. There are people out there. Who are willing to destroy marriages just because they want to see somebody else unhappy just like them. Amen. 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 Every man needs to learn how to lead his family and every woman needs to learn how to support her man. These two roles are essential to the success of a healthy marriage. Neither should ever be compromised. People need to stop fooling themselves. They need to stop thinking that they are more than they really are. They need to realize that God must have a place in their hearts. He must have a place in their marriage. He must have a place in their home 
We cannot be successful in marriage without including God in everything. Whenever we must sacrifice to please another person, we need to pray to God that he blesses us with the strength, the mentality, and the ability to please that person. This is the person that you will put together with for life. This is your person. Putting someone over ourselves can be a challenging thing. You know, some Christians, I'm going to talk about this. I grew up in the church. I grew up hearing a lot of stuff in the church. Some Christians have been hiding behind Matthew chapter, chapter number 19 for many years. Thinking that it will allow them to behave below par in their marriage with no penalty. They believe that once you get married, you cannot divorce and remarry except on the grounds of sexual immorality. So they say, well, I was married now and I got you. So you can't leave me because the Bible says if you leave me, you can't get remarried. Now, I'm not going to make this a big discussion, but that's another sermon for another day. But I want, some, I want you to peep something right quick. I want you to turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter number 12. And the verse is number 31. Matthew chapter number 12. Verse number 31. Hit two of them from it, Brother Dion. The Bible says what? Therefore, Therefore, I say to you, I say to you, every sin, every sin, and blasphemy, and blasphemy, will be forgiven me. Will be forgiven. Keep going. But the blasphemy, but the blasphemy against the spirit, against the spirit, will not be forgiven. Will not be forgiven. Keep going. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, keep going. It will be forgiven him. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit. It will not be forgiven him. Keep going. Either in his age or in the age to come. Somebody said that you're not going to be forgiven for adultery. God forgives adultery. Amen. Amen. The only sin that we read about that God said he would not forgive is what? Blasphemy against who? The Holy Spirit. We're going to put a dot there and we're going to keep moving. Amen. Men, God gave us the authority to be the leader of the home. But understand this, too much is given, much is required. God gave man the authority, but he also gave man a huge responsibility. I want you to turn your Bibles to 1 Peter. 1 Peter, the third chapter. And we're going to look at verse number 7. Dion, you fast today. I'm following your lead. Let's do this then. Husbands. Husbands. Likewise. Likewise. Dwell with them with understanding. You got to dwell with that woman. How? With understanding. With understanding. Regardless of how emotional she may get. You are the leader. And she needs your guidance. Look what the Bible says. Dwell with her. Stay with her. Live with her. 
with her. But when you dwell with her, you dwell with her with how? With understanding. How do you get this understanding? I'm going to tell you how you get the understanding. We need some patience and we need to get that from God. Amen. Amen. That's why the head of man is who? Christ. Because I need Christ to be the head of me so I can effectively be the head of my wife. Amen. Amen. Because my direction that I give my wife should be coming from Christ. Is this making sense? Keep reading, Brother Dion. Giving honor to the wife. Giving honor to the wife. As to the weaker vessel. As to the weaker vessel. Now, it doesn't mean that um, she's an, an, an idiot or she don't understand nothing. She's an airhead. You know, I, I got to slap her around. And, no, that's not what the Bible is talking about. She's the weaker vessel. You know, and sometimes, y'all know what happened. Sometimes women just freak out. Stuff happened, they freak out. You know, oh, oh, oh. Say what? Is that a bug? Now, men, I don't expect for you to do the same thing. Because you got to control the situation. Even if you're scared, you just go, okay. But here's the thing. What the Bible is saying is, we have to have enough love, enough patience, enough care to nurture our woman. Amen. Amen. Sometimes, you don't need to have relations you just need to cuddle. She just want to be held. Let me feel you against me. Tell me it's going to be all right. Amen. Ain't nothing like a man of God hugging on a woman of God. We can pray together. We, we can do more than just lay together. We can pray together. Amen. Amen. Say it, brother. We need to do that. Because when the devil sees a good union, you know what he wants to do? Break it up. When two people are together, they need to respect one another. And let me tell you something. Learn your mate. You know, it's amazing how some folk have been married for many years and don't even know what really turns their mate on. Now, when I say that, I'm not talking about in a sexual sense. What is it that you need from me to make you feel like you? And what is it that you need that I'm not giving you? Because if I want to make you feel like you, where I'm coming up short, I'm going to need to fill that gap. I want to, you know, I, I was going to do this and um, something happened. And, and I didn't bring the paper. I was going to take a piece of paper. You got some paper? Somebody got some paper? Take out some paper. I'm, I'm going I'm to give you a note. Don't give it to me. Now watch this. Write this down. I want you to write down some squares, just some little bitty squares in a vertical line. Like one square, little square, like a, that you're going to put a check in. One square, two square, three square, maybe put four or five. Then skip over about three inches and put the same amount of squares in a vertical line. What I want you to do when you get home, when you get uh, with your mate, even if you're not married, you can do this. 
And if you, you know, even if you're not married to a, a man, you're about to get married to a man or a woman, you can still do this. You, don't, you should do this before you get married. Write down the things that you absolutely, positively must have in your life to make you feel like you. Now, that shouldn't only, that should just be like a few things. Don't say, well, I mean, I need, I need a Mercedes because I love Mercedes. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying things that you need, things that you say, if I can't get this, I can't be with you. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? Now, so what you want to do is you want to put those things down next to the first vertical line of boxes. Then what you want to do, go through those boxes and check the ones that you feel that your husband or your wife are doing for you. Then say, here are the gaps. On the next vertical line, have them to put a check mark next to the ones that they are willing to do if they're not already doing. Now, let me tell you why you need to do this before marriage. Because you may find out what you need ain't what they want to give. Are you feeling me? See, a lot of people get married and it's a mystery. It's a mystery. I don't know what's going to come out of this. All I know is I love you, you love me. And to be honest with you, I'm just going to keep it 100. Sin gets most of us in a bad position. You know why? Because most of us, our head is messed up before we even get married. You know why? Because we've been nasty with each other. Don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. We'll wear a white dress when it should be gray. See, the problem is, if I enjoy relations with you, I may find it hard to let you go Although I know you're not giving me what I need because I'm caught up on the relations. But if we wait like God says to wait and Lord have mercy, I know it's tough and rough. But that won't cloud, cloud your, your, your vision. Think about it. Some of us, if we had never had sex with that person, they would just be a memory. We got with them. And we said, we argue and we fight. And I don't understand why folks say, we argue like cats and dogs. So we must have been meant to be with each other. I don't think so. That's kind of, that's on something else, right? I guess if you start cussing each other out, you're like, that's what I'm talking about. We really supposed to be together. What I'm saying is, if you're arguing and fighting with a person and y'all seem to can't, get out of eye with each other if you ain't having relations with them it's easier to say you know what let's be friends but when they make you go ooh, 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 when you're doing all that kind of stuff it's harder to walk away you know why even though you know they can't give you what you want you don't want nobody else to get your goods Ask some of these old people now. They'll tell you, let somebody have them. Give them away if you want to. <laughs> See, God put 
this together for a reason. That's why he told us to abstain from fornication. Because he knew as soon as you start getting nasty with one another, your mentality is going to change. Then guess what? We would get addicted to it. And as soon as we break up with them, we got to go get somebody else. Why? Because I'm looking for that feeling again. And we end up getting with somebody. You know, you know, we argue a lot. But when we get to loving, honey, if you come past my street and see my house a-rocking, don't you come a-knocking. Because it's on and popping. That's good. But let me tell you. One of the first things, for some reason, that stops when you get married, when stuff ain't right, is relations. I don't know why it's like that, but it's like that. So if you got married just to have relations, and now y'all ain't having relations, your marriage is doomed. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? Amen. See, Sean, you know, I'm not going to tell your past. You know, we homies, so I ain't going to mention that. <laughs> but there was a time that you may not have had time to hug nobody. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, but you understand the value of grabbing your wife and hugging her, telling her you love her, even when she's not asking for it. Amen. Amen. And it's not because you have to, it's because you want to. Because Amen. Amen. that's your wife. Amen. You want her to feel secure. In the relationship. But the reality is. The man needs to understand. That he has to deal with the woman. And I know this is going to be a challenging thing. But that's his responsibility. And he has to learn how to work that out. He has to figure it out. Let, let me show you something else. Ephesians Chapter number five, verse number 25. I'm almost done. Let me see, one, two, two and a half more hours and we out of here. <laughs> Ephesians five and 25. The Bible says what? Husbands. Husbands. Love your wives. Love your wives. Just as Christ. Wait, no, no, wait, hold on. Love your wives. When? Just as Christ. No, when? When did it say love them? doesn't say. So that means even when they ain't acting right. Amen. Even when they don't want to listen right now. That's right. Even when they're acting emotional. Mm -hmm. Even when they tell you, well, my girlfriend said that her man's his head. <laughs> Gotta love him. Amen. What makes me love her? Because I love God. Amen. And he's the head of me. See, sometimes, fellas, before we can lead that woman, we got to go in the closet and talk to God on the behalf of the marriage and the family. Amen. Amen. Lord, help me humble myself. Amen. See, ain't nothing wrong with going into the closet and say, Lord, maybe I'm thinking about things the wrong way. Maybe I need to take it down a notch. Help me, God, to be all that I can be as a man so I can please my woman. That woman, she needs to cut the phone off. Quit texting all your friends who ain't got no man, who iron your man, looking at your house. Leave those women alone. Get in the closet. Close the door. Get on your knees and say, Lord, I never submitted to a man. Help me submit.
to my man. It takes power to submit. You know how I know that? Because God said submit to him and look how we do him. So if we have a hard time submitting to God, you know we're going to have a terrible time submitting to one another. No marriage should be without prayer. You know, in a marriage, it doesn't matter who's right or wrong. Because God is right. In a marriage, it doesn't matter who has to come back and say, I'm sorry. See, sometimes you're going to feel weak doing that. But you got to understand, especially the man. Listen, even if you ain't wrong, apologize to her. Tell her you're sorry. Bring her close to you. Why? Because you're the leader. And when stuff go down, guess who the blame falls on? The leader. When Eve told Adam, here, take this, and Adam took it, who did God call first? Adam. Why? Because he was the leader. We have a huge responsibility. So women, fill us. Fill us. It's not that we just saying, well, I'm the head of you and you're going to submit to me. That's a huge job we have. We got to love you no matter what. That's what God said. But now, let me, let, me, let me throw this on you. Let me throw this on you. I told you that the woman is the helper. But some folk, when they look at that, they, eat, they, 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 they think that means that, well, you need to help me with the dishes and you need to help me, you know, with the lawn and you need to help me with the paint. No, no. That stuff, yes. But this too. Women, you have to help your husband help you. Do y'all wanna, y'all understand this? You got to help your husband help you. In other, words, in other words, you got to take it down a notch, get out of your feelings, and say, let me support this man because he's trying to lead me down the right path. Don't be saying, you an idiot. My mama told me, don't marry you because you were my hoe, that guy that she never liked in her whole life. You don't. Get out the house. Help your man. You can't be off the chain and expect for him to continue to try to wheel you in. You got to help your man. Baby, maybe I'm tripping. Let's go walking. Let's read a verse in the Bible. Let's watch a movie like we used to do. You know, some of us, we couldn't even complete a whole movie. It didn't matter what we were watching. It could have been Starsky and Hutch. We just, we just couldn't, couldn't, we couldn't help ourselves. Now you over there and they over there. Can you throw me the water? I'm almost done. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember those cars that had the front bench? So now they got the little bucket seats now. But you remember the front bench? Do you remember what used to happen? Boy, they slide all the way under, right? Right? Now, you get, look, it's too hot to be doing that kind of mess. You need to stop. 
We need to get off that. I'm almost done. Somebody said, thank you, Jesus. Women, your role and position in the marriage and in the family is crucial to the success of the marriage. Where would men and children be without a good woman or a good mother? Women, you guys are fantastic, phenomenal. We need you. Think about it. God said, man needs somebody. Let me make a woman. The woman was made for the man. Come close and listen. Women, if you want to have a good marriage, you must have a good man and the good Lord. Women, did you know that part of your role is just to hold down things at the crib? You know, when your man comes home from working, and I'm saying come home from working because you better get somebody who got a job. <laughs> Going to keep that one, honey, too. Uh, he between jobs. How about get out from between them and get one? How about that? But when you come home, when a man comes home and finds that his house is clean, he can think better. Amen. You can move better. Amen. And you may just get taken out for dinner. Yeah, we do that. Because we want to please one another. I'm going to hurry up because I... Y'all looking at me like, that is not marriage. <laughs> but you know what? But it is. That's the way marriages are supposed to be. You know, nowadays, everybody doing their own thing. You got your vacation schedule. They have theirs. How is it when we were singing and kicking it, we scheduled days to kick it together? And we weren't even living together. Now we live together. Well, I'm going over, over yonder with my girls. Well, I'm going over yonder with my boys. And here it is, you doing two separate things. Now, I don't know about everybody, but when you got a woman you love, I need my baby with me. I don't, you know, Sean, now you know you my dog. You know that. <laughs> Dion, all these guys, you my dog. And y'all some good looking brothers, but you haven't been, I'm not attracted to you. <laughs> When I kick it in a nice sunny place with sand and stuff like that, I want to be with my baby. So when we walking, you know, I let her get a couple steps ahead of me. Huh? You know what I'm saying, player? Why we got to do things separately all the time now? You know why? Because we ain't feeling one another. Your girl can't give you what your man can. At least I hope not. <laughs> Let me get out of here. Watch this. Let's go to First Peter. Let's go to First Peter. I got to get out of here. First Peter, chapter number three. You with me still, Dion? Got you. First Peter, chapter number three. Verse number one. The Bible says what? Wives. Wives. Likewise. Likewise. Be submissive. Be submissive. To your own husband. You ain't got to listen to nobody else. Don't matter what they tell you, girl, you being a stupid fool, that's all right. It's better to be a fool for your man than a fool for somebody out in the street. Amen. Keep going. That even if some do not obey the word. Look what, listen to what the Bible says. Even if some do not obey the word. 
They without a word. They that is without the word. May be won by the conduct of their wife. They looking at their wife. They don't even go to church with you. But they like, you putting it down. That could draw your man who won't come to service with you. It could draw him to come with you. Because he's watching your conduct. But when you come home, you cuss him out all the time. You want to fight all the time. And tell, say, well, where are you just coming back from? Church? <laughs> that makes a difference. Y'all feeling me? Keep reading, Dion. When they observe your chaste conduct. They are going to observe your chaste conduct. You got yourself in control. Keep going. Accompanied by fear. Keep going. Do not let your adornment be merely outward. Don't just try to be fine on the outside. I remember one day when I was younger, I was at the store with uh, uh, one of my old friends and, and, and she was buying some boots. And she said, what'd you think about these boots? I said, they look pretty cool. And there was a mirror. And uh, she said, well, let me just see how they look on me. And she had like, she put her, her pants inside the boots. And she was like. <laughs> and I was wondering, if you buying the boots, why are you looking at your backside? But you know what it was? She wanted to see how sexy she looked on the outside. And there ain't nothing wrong with that, but how sexy are you on the inside? Them braids in your head don't mean that you all good. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Keep reading, Brother Dion. Arranging the hair. Wearing, Look at that. Arranging the hair. Keep going. Wearing gold. Wearing gold. Or putting on fine apparel. You know, your Mr. T starter kit. <laughs> that don't mean anything if you don't have it on the inside. Amen. Amen. You know what? I'm going to tell you. You can, have a, you can have a dime piece. That's all messed up on the inside. And a woman that's I, but beautiful on the inside. That woman that's just I will start looking better than that dime piece. Amen. 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 Because women who cuss you out, run their mouth all the time, no matter how fine they think they are, they start to look ugly. And then you know what? When I just said that, I thought about somebody just got mad. You ugly. I can't believe he just said that. I said it. It's on CD. It's on YouTube. It ain't, you know, when, you know, when we start getting older, it just ain't about them looks no more. Amen. I need somebody that can make me feel like I want to feel. Amen. And it ain't just about sex no more. Can we have an intelligent conversation? If I have a bad day at work, are you willing to sit down and listen to what I'm saying? I know you don't know what I do. Just listen. You want somebody who knows how to treat you from the inside out. You can have a dime piece, and if she don't know nothing, and if she all mad, only thing you can do is just, just flaunt her in front of people. And I'm going to tell you, I got something else to talk about. Just give me a couple more minutes. I'm going to get there. I'm trying to hurry up. The point is, keep reading, Brother Dion. You go ahead. I, I got to get out of here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let it be the hidden person. Let it be the hidden. Keep going. Of the heart. Of the heart. With the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. For in this manner, 
in former times, the holy women who trusted in God also adorned themselves, being submissive to their own husbands. Don't matter how fine you are. He's the man. He's your husband. You must submit. That's why it's so important to get somebody that you can listen to and that you can submit to. Now, I'm going to tell you something. And some folk, you know, I know you're going to look at me, but somebody in here, and if not in here, somewhere, you ain't feeling your husband because you're still in love with an old flame. Oh, yeah. That guy could get you to do anything. You can't even rub your man in the bed, but you would meet him on a park bench. I'm qualified to have this discussion. Some of us, we're in love with people that didn't want us and we never got over them. And then when we got somebody who was good to us, we couldn't even appreciate them because we were still in love with somebody who is with somebody else. If you feel like that, you can't get married. If somebody's voice is louder than the person that you're going to marry, you can't get married. Some people marry for the wrong reasons. You know, hey, you, that boy got a good job. He's making six figures. His family is good. He's living in a, You better get that. Don't, don't you be no fool. But he don't turn you on. You know, when he touch you, you like, you can just feel like spiders crawling all over you. You're like, why we got to touch each other all the time? Why? When a woman loves you, you don't have to reach out to touch her. She gonna come near you. You know what I'm saying, Blair? But a lot of times we just marry people. Think about it. We say, well, I ain't got nobody else better. They are making a lot of money. And yeah, he is a good guy. I get with him. Let me tell you, somewhere down the road, you gonna meet your decision. You gonna have to have something to fall back on. Amen. And if you only married that person for money, believe me, money is good, but it ain't everything. Amen. Amen. You know, I remember some years ago, I was in Texas, and I went to visit a family. And I can tell that they, um, they didn't have a lot of money. Um, when I walked in the house, I noticed that there was nothing but underlayment on the floor, no carpet. When I peeked in the bedroom to wave at somebody, no bed frame. They were on the floor. But they had a sign up on the door saying, God bless our sweet home, sweet home. Mm. They were happy. Amen. Amen. They offered me something to eat. Mm. It looked like they had a pot of water and cut up some vegetables and maybe that much meat for the whole family. And I'm tripping because I'm thinking like, wow. And it, they told me, because I'm looking like, I can't believe this. I know you guys are embarrassed. You know, I'm here, and they weren't embarrassed of me. They're like, man, we happy. Amen. Amen. What you saying? Do you want some of this green pepper? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They were happy. 
They didn't need all that fancy stuff to make them happy. I need a fur coat like my cousin. I need a car like my uncle. Listen, if you really digging your man, you'll walk with him. I'm almost done. We need to bring something to the marriage that the other person will miss if we leave them. And that's more than your good looks. We need to develop a loving dependency on each other. When we truly love someone, we will go above and beyond to make them happy. No one should have to beg anybody to do anything for them. Men, ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Women, give him something he can feel. I need to depend upon you for something. I'm coming in for a landing. I want to show you something in the Bible. I told you I was going to get here. And now I'm here. I want you to turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians. And we're, we're coming in for a landing. We're going to ask all the flight attendants to make sure that all the trays are picked up. All the garbage is in the garbage. Sit your seats upright. You can wake up now. Those of you who've been partying all night long, we're almost done. This is your favorite part of the sermon. We're about to extend the invitation. We're coming down. 1 Corinthians chapter number 7, verse number 3. Dion, what does it say? Let the husband render to his wife. Let the husband render to his wife. The affection due her. The affection that she is due. Amen. Keep going. And likewise. And likewise. Also the wife. The wife. To her husband. Keep going. The wife does not have authority over her own body. Keep going. But the husband does. Read it. And likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Do Keep going. Deprive no, wait, hold on. Read that. <laughs> the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. And likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Do not deprive one another except with consent. For a time that you may give yourselves to fasting and prayer and come together again so that Satan does not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. Now let me put this in layman's terms. Do not cut your mate off. Amen. Amen. Listen. I'm going to tell you something that the devil didn't want you to know. You know, a lot of people use sex to control the marriage. But you know what the enemy has done? He's made us believe that we can have more control with less relations. So he'll say, cut your wife off. Cut your husband off. Now, let me tell you what that does. So you're looking like, mm-hmm. He around here looking like a little puppy. He been on the wagon for about three weeks now. And your friend just, girl, no, he ain't. Oh, you are so crazy, Felicia. Oh, my God, you're so crazy. Felicia, did you know 
that God put something in you to make you desire a man. Now you have cut your man off. He can't touch you. He can't do nothing. You originally did it to control a situation. But what the devil didn't tell you was, you was going to get hot too. So when you cut your mate off, you cut yourself off. So now somebody going to start going somewhere else. So that's how now Felicia ain't having relations with her man. She's having relations with somebody else. And it all started because she cut her man off. You can't cut one another off. The Bible says that. That's wrong. Amen. It's too hot. This is summer. Ain't nobody got all time. Get an air conditioner. <laughs> if you can't afford one, jump in the shower, turn on the fan. It, it'll feel like central air. Listen, I want to show you how people think sometimes. I got a couple examples, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something that the devil don't want to do. I'm going to let you go. I know a situation where a woman caught her husband cheating. Now, let me tell you. If you catch your mate cheating, you can forgive them if you want to. Matter of fact, you have to forgive them. But you don't have to remain in that union. But you got to forgive them. I don't care how much it hurts, forgive them. And you know what? Let's be, let's be grown folk about it. If a person doesn't want you and they want somebody else, let them have them. Go home and cry. Yeah, cry, but let them have them. Because you'll never have them. You know what? If a person ain't feeling you, it doesn't matter what you do for them. You can give them the world. They gonna say, I ain't got enough. But somebody that they feeling could give them a lollipop. I ain't never had nothing this sweet. It's just 100. That's what that person likes. So this woman caught her man cheating, and she said, that's it, we're getting divorced. So she divorced him and started dating a married man. That makes sense. You remember, I told you that you need to bring something to the table that if you were to leave your person, would miss you. There's a reason for that. You want to do that because you want to be solid in your marriage. But I'm going to tell you something that folk don't even pay attention to. There was a couple. A man and a woman. This woman had it going on. She was fine. Not only was she fine. She was an executive, made big money, flew everywhere. And her husband, for some reason, 
seemed like he was never satisfied. Now, he didn't make nearly as much as she did. She paid for everything. He got to do what he wanted to do with his money. So, while she was on a trip, he decided that he wanted to trip out. Now, keep in mind, she had been paying for everything. She had been doing everything. She was the, even though she was an executive, she was cooking, she was cleaning, uh, she was serving this guy, giving him what he needs, because that's what you're supposed to do. And let me tell you, when you serve your mate, if they end up not acting right, don't feel like they made a fool out of you. You did what you did because you follow what God told you to do. Amen. Are you understanding that? So she went out of town and she was gone. And when she came back, one of their friends uh, came and said, hey, I think your husband messing around on you. So she started watching things. She caught him cheating. He was so messy with it. So disrespectful that he didn't even look like he didn't even care about getting caught. Because he had a car with personalized license plates. How are you on a creep move with your name on the plate? They ain't gonna know it, it's me. On your plate it says, it's me too. Feel me? His wife called him. Everything they owned, she, she did it. She, she did it because he didn't have the money like that. But she didn't care because she loved him. So he was, he was begging the baby, you know what, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know what's happened to me. You know, I, okay, let me, okay, this is, oh, you know I got a drinking problem. <laughs> he made up all these excuses. And she looked at him. She was just crying and crying. And she said, baby, she said, can I tell you something? She said, I have enough love to forgive you and to take you back because I love you, baby. And I know we all make mistakes and I forgive you. She said, but as I was thinking about taking you back, I started thinking about what am I going back to? Somebody who don't support me? Somebody who don't satisfy me? Somebody who don't pick me up from the airport and make me feel happy when I come in from flying? Somebody who can't even make a run for me? She said, baby, I do everything, and if I lose you and come back to you, she said, what am I going back to? Baby, I ain't coming back to nothing. So she said, baby, you ain't got to go home, sweetheart. But you're going to have to get up out of here.
she couldn't even take him back because he had nothing to offer. What I'm saying is, when you have nothing to offer, when God put a good person in your life, quit listening to folk. Love your woman. Love your man. Don't let your good thing go. Because I'm going to tell you, good things are hard to find. Amen. Amen. I'm just going to keep it 100 with you. I got to go. I got to end. Are y'all feeling me? If you're not a child of God, you come by hearing the word, believing, repenting, confessing, and being baptized. If you are a child of God and you know you need prayer, you need to ask for prayer. Now, let me tell you something. Marriages are, they're complicated sometimes, you know, because you got two people with two different upbringings, two different attitudes, ideas, coming together as one. But you need a commonality, and the commonality is God. If you need prayer today, that God would just strengthen your marriage and your household. I want you to start making your way down here so we can pray together today. And, and just because you come and ask for prayer don't mean that things are messed up. It just means that you want to make sure things stay up. Because it's not an easy thing. It's challenging. Grab your husband by his hand. Grab your wife by her hand. Say, come on, let's pray together. Because we got to make this thing work. Why? Because, baby, I got to love you as Christ loved the church. I got to dwell with you with understanding. And she said, and, baby, I got to submit to you like Christ told me to. And you know what, baby? We got to quit cutting each other off because the only thing we're doing is letting Satan come into our marriage. You know, the one part about the story that I didn't tell y'all, the woman that this man was cheating with, Gave him nothing but relations. So he risked everything she gave him for a little good time. Do you know how insulting that is? So basically, because he was cutting her off at home, he basically told her, I would rather go in the street and get a street woman than to give my love to you. That's cold-blooded. Don't let your marriage get there. Sometimes, you know, you, when you, 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 you're in the bed and you, you're turning over and you ain't sleep. <laughs> and they, somebody touch you in the back, you act like you, 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 you ain't sleep. <laughs> act like you got a husband. Act like you got a wife. Amen. Enjoy one another. You know, there may come a time that you want to do things and can't. Enjoy it while God gives you the ability. Well, we, you know, some of us, we done told folk, I ain't going to do this no more. I hate them. I ain't going to do this no more. And now we too embarrassed to go back to our relationship because we don't want folk to talk. Skip what they think. If you know you got a good man or a good woman, go back, get your good man. Go back and get your good woman. Grab them. If you need to come, if you need prayer, I'm going to ask you, to come on down and let's pray together. What are we going to sing? What we got? We're going to say, pass me not. Let, 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 let's sing that. I want you to, let's stand up today. Let's stand up. If you need prayer, come on down. Maybe you're single.
and you need prayer. Don't, 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 don't take this lightly. You're, you're going into a big commitment. Go ahead, Sean. Let me hear it. Pass me not, O oh gentle Savior. Why don't you hear my humble cry? Why on others thou art calling? Savior, do not pass me by. I'm calling you Savior. Oh, Savior, why don't you hear my humble cry? I'm asking you why on others that are calling Savior do that path me by I'm calling you Savior oh Savior why don't you relationship and being married increases your chances of going to heaven Amen. do you know being in a messed up relationship where folk ain't talking and everybody doing their own thing decreases your chances of making it into heaven we need that institution to be strong look I want to do something I, I, I had talked to Jeff earlier today I want to motivate you a little bit. I want to give you a little something. Some of us need prayer and we ain't even asking for it. Because we don't want nobody to think we got problems. I'm going to tell you a secret. You ready for this? We know you got problems. Because everybody has problems. But you're seeking a solution. I, I want to I I sing heaven is on the other side. That's what I want to sing. 